the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal football is on the air. And off goes right side of the line. A big hole on the right side of the line to the 10, to the 5, touchdown Coldwater. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. Case Realty Group. CNO Insurance. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. Ask Kaywood PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. KB Mechanical. Matt Hale at Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty Group. Ottawa Gas Company, Surpro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. That's a big exclamation point on this one. I am over 100 years old. I am red and white. I have known thousands of young men and women like you. I am loyalty. I am the reason your hearts beat a little faster when the band strikes up my song. I am the reason a lump comes to your throat when the team takes the field, court, or diamond. I am the ringing of the victory bell. I am pep assemblies. I am the sixth man in winter, the twelfth man in the fall, the tenth man in the spring. I walk the halls of Coldwater High. I have seen the good times and the bad. I was there in 1930. I was there in 1949. I was there in 1973. I was there in 1976. I have seen my sons and daughters go to great universities, to work, to war. I remember the greatest names and least of my flocks of loyal cardinals. I have won, I have lost, but I have never been ashamed. I have stood with the giants in the past. I stand with you today. I am yours, you're mine, I am the Cardinal Spirit. The recitation of loyalty by the late John Keesler, our traditional kickoff to another year of high school sports coverage here on WTVB. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coldwater High School Athletic Hall of Famer Quinn Berry, and we're here for opening night of the 2022 high school football season for the Coldwater Cardinals as they take on the Grand Ledge Comets from here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium. Beautiful stadium here that we get to watch this ball game on a beautiful August evening. Perfect for high school football. We'll go ahead and take this two-minute break, give you a game-time temperature check, and preview tonight's showdown between the Cardinals and the Comets. From Grand Ledge, you're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call in someone who's invested in your success. 
I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. The real estate market continues to change. And your team at Midwestern Realty Group are seasoned pros to help you navigate through the fluctuations. If you are thinking about selling your home or property, give us a call at Midwestern Realty Group. Our team of 18 real estate professionals has the experience you are looking for. To help you get the most money available for your property. Residential, commercial, farm, or land sales. We can guide you through the staging and setup to make your property look its best to potential buyers. Our track record with sellers is un- Midwestern Realty Group is one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. We're committed to our clients, our customers, and our local organizations. Our goal is to make your real estate sale as smooth as possible. So if you are thinking about listing your home, I'm Jill. I'm Carrie. Call the team at Midwestern Realty Group. Jim here. I'm Letha. Michelle. I'm David. Stop by the Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road, Coldwater, or click MidwesternRealty.com. The FM 95.5 WTVB. Welcome back to Grand Ledge Community Stadium on the campus of Grand Ledge High School. I'm Sean Watson. He's Quinn Berry. Justin Lopshire is back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering tonight's broadcast. Game time temperature here at Grand Ledge, 74 degrees. Uh, like you said, Quinn, an absolutely perfect night for high school football to kick off the season. 74 degrees at kickoff, around 68 by the time we wrap things up. So what's the temperature like in your home? If you're not comfortable, call KMB Mechanical in Quincy. Their service includes repairs on your existing unit as well as free estimates for new units. Call KMB Mechanical for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning service, 639-8046. We are hearing the Grand Ledge High School Marching Band with their fight song. Of course, they're not playing. Uh, all of the fans are singing along the fight song. Yes, a huge band out there tonight, isn't it? And a uh, nice crowd here of Grand Ledge players, or parents and uh, fans. A few Coldwater people starting to wander in just before game time here. Uh, part of the issue is uh, we're, in, we're in a neighborhood in, in the, the town of Grand Ledge, and there is a lot of construction going on on the Grand Ledge High School campus, so parking is at a premium, more so than in other schools we'll see the rest of the year, more than likely. Well, I'm sure uh, just a huge addition going on to their high school right now, and uh, it's taken out the whole student parking lot, so uh, they're uh, having to reevaluate how they're going to have everybody park here tonight. The field is freshly laid turf, and I, if I'm not mistaken, this is where Coach Kendallini's Coldwater Boys soccer team and Grand Ledge play to a scoreless draw on Wednesday night. And we just got a final score from the game that the Cardinals hosted this afternoon against highly touted, always a powerhouse, Detroit Country Day final score, the Yellow Jackets of Country Day 3 and the Coldwater Cardinals nil. So... That, if I'm not mistaken, drops their record to uh, one, two, and one. one. Yep, I believe you're right, Sean, there. One, two, and one. Uh, I'm sure uh, Coach Delaney will correct me uh, momentarily. (laughs) 
So we're not that far away from kickoff of our football game between Coldwater and Grand Ledge. The two teams played each other back at Cardinal Field last year to kick off the season. And uh, I'm sure you remember uh, what a solid job that Coldwater, that uh, Grand Ledge did against Coldwater. 36-14 was the final score in the game last year. Yeah, just kind of out. They were, Cardinals were a little bit overmatched a year ago. Hopefully we can change things around tonight and uh, get a get a victory, stay in with this, uh, this team who uh, has had much success over the years. Let's talk about the Cardinals who finished last season at three and six. That was a very senior-oriented team. And, uh, of course, Coach Jeff Scorfar lost a lot of personnel to uh, graduation from last year's team. Uh, we saw them uh, have some success in fits and starts, uh, three-game winning streak in the middle of the campaign, but they lost their last four, including a heartbreaking 35-34 loss up at Pinckney to end the regular season and their chances of getting into the playoffs last year. As you said, a lot of kids graduating from last year's team. Uh, not a lot of people returning, uh, chief among them. We've got uh, Tyson Roby, who is the second leading rusher on last year's team. He had 78 carries for 440 yards and three touchdowns. Two of those touchdowns came in the game against Penfield, as you may remember. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they got their young they got some kids out there that uh, haven't had a lot of playing time, but they do also have some kids back. Like you mentioned Tyson Roby. They got Hunter Munson back at those running back positions. Both those kids are uh, good inside runners, and uh, they do have enough speed to get outside on occasion, so that's always a positive. Hunter Munson was the leading receiver in terms of total yardage and touchdown score. He had eight catches for 203 yards and three touchdowns. Longest was of 65. You mentioned Dante Work. You mentioned Jack Rudin. You mentioned Nolan Thomas and Kevin Hall helping to anchor a very young offense and uh, defensive unit. Zach Coffing, who we saw... Uh, in spot duty at quarterback last year. Uh, he will be the number one quarterback for Coach Jeff Scorfar. Yes, uh, you know, Zach Coffing, just a tremendous athlete. We got a chance to see him during basketball season last year uh, as a sophomore. Uh, Zach, uh, he's a versatile quarterback. He's a hard runner. He's a good-sized, strong kid. I think uh, you'll see he's got a great strength in his passing arm from that left-hand side. So, again, a left-handed quarterback. I think uh, I think you'll see some passing from him. He's he's a uh, accurate passer, but I think uh, you'll see him uh, running the ball a lot, especially tonight. Now the Grand Ledge Comets coming in uh, with a six and four season from last year. They lost to Rockford 40 to seven in the Division One pre-district uh, that was played out at Rockford. But again, they finished three and three in the CAAC's Blue Division, which was good for fourth place. Which think about it, it's not bad in a league that uh, you've got East Lansing and Dewitt above you. Dewitt uh, won the state championship in D3 a couple years ago and made it all the way to the state finals again last year before losing in the championship game. Yeah, they're going to compete night in and night out. They play in a tough conference against a, a lot of really, really good teams and uh, uh, they're going to use the uh, 16 returning seniors they have this year 
year to fill those spots that they lost from graduating uh, seniors a year ago. They got uh, 21 juniors on this squad, three sophomores, total of 42 uh, kids out there on that field tonight. And uh, so they're going to have plenty of, plenty of kids to put in and out if it gets a little warm. Two of the returning players for head coach Joe Bryan have already committed to play Division II college football next year up at Grand Valley, and that's starting quarterback Sean Foster and wide receiver Teddy Williams. Yes, uh, you're going to see that connection a lot, maybe tonight, throughout this season, uh, both fine athletes. Interestingly, Sean Foster in last year's game against the Cardinals, he was a receiver and he had two catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. Jeff Kolb was the starting quarterback. He was 6 of 10 for 182, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Coldwater in the game last year, led by Cam Torres, 16 carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Aiden Marsden threw for a touchdown. Hunter Munson had that 10-yard touchdown reception. Just want to get this out of the way. We haven't mentioned the name uh, Cam Torres. Uh, last year, 195 carries, 1,232 yards, 14 touchdowns. It's our understanding that he has transferred to an out-of-state school. So uh, he'll probably be missed by uh, the Cardinals. But on the other hand, it gives an opportunity for uh, the uh, small roster that Coach Jeff Scorfar and his assistant coaches have to uh, uh, build a legacy of their own. Well, you're exactly right, Sean. And uh, anytime someone leaves, whether it's a senior or somebody transfers with their parents out of out of state or to another school or whatever, it just gives a chance for another young man to step up. And I really think uh, the Cardinals have a couple of good ones there, and Tyson Roby and Hunter Munson that uh, can actually step into that situation. And, uh, and like we mentioned, Zach Coffing, a good running quarterback. So we'll be fine at that uh, at that running back position we'll go ahead and take this two-minute break and be back with the words of coldwater head football coach jeff scorfar in our pregame interview you're listening to coldwater cardinal football on wtvb Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot, and we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. The space heater next to the curtains, the 12 plug sharing one power strip, the frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want 
your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at Serve Pro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. Call them at 517-278-5261. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Kickoff between the Coldwater Cardinals and Grand Ledge Comets coming up at the top of the hour. Right now, we're checking in with Coldwater head football coach Jeff Scorfar. Uh, you touched on it briefly during today's Coach's Corner, playing the scrimmage up at Hudsonville before tonight's game. Uh, how did that go? Um, you know, we, uh, be honestly honest with you, Sean, we struggled. We really did. Um, you know, we were confused, blocking schemes up front. Um, you know, defensively, we got better as the, the scrimmages went on. Um, you know, like I said, though, we're, you know, we were young and we, we knew we were going to take some lumps. Um, and that really kind of humbled our kids. I mean, I think we found out where we're at and, you know, the process um, to get better. And we started taking those steps forward this week. Um, you know, we're going to see if it shows a little bit this Friday night. Um, you know, but we, you know, we changed our offense up a little bit. Um, you know, we're doing stuff similar on defense, but we've changed that up a little bit. We're just, you know, trying to fit, uh, you know, the kids that we have this year. They're, it's a completely different makeup of kids than what we had last year. Um, you know, so we're adjusting as coaches and they're adjusting as kids, and we'll just see, uh, we're going to see how it goes. So talk about some of the key contributors returning from last year's team. I, I know there's not a lot of them. Yeah. Um, you know, we're looking for some big things from uh, Nolan Thomas. Uh, we had to move him from, you know, center to our tackle. And uh, Kevin Hall uh, should be a big contributor on the, on the line. And then, um, you know, Zach Coffin returning as, uh, you know, he didn't play much quarterback last year, but he's going to be, the, you know, our main, our main guy this year in quarterback. Um, Tyson Roby and Jack Rudin at the linebackers, um, you know, and uh, Hunter Munson as a safety and as a wideout uh, are probably going to be, you know, those are the main guys. But we've got some young kids that are looking pretty good. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that they surprise us. And I I know they will. Uh, We're just looking forward to hopefully seeing some of that tonight. It's a relatively small roster compared to past seasons uh, under 30. Now, I, I remember that these kids uh, two years ago at the very start of uh, COVID were freshmen and sophomores. Uh, do you think uh, COVID might have had uh, something to do uh, down the road with uh, the number of kids that uh, wanted to play football uh, at, at the present time? Well, you know, I, I, I think that that probably is some of it. Um, you know, overall participation in football has been going down for, you know, a couple years now. Uh, there's very few teams that have freshman teams anymore. I think we've only got one or two in our conference that have it right now where everybody used to have it. Um, you know, I just think that's a general a, a theme in general um, that's going on. And I, I do think that COVID probably has played a little bit a part of it. Um, you know, but our, you know, right now our younger levels have got some some numbers and we're hoping to keep those numbers up and hopefully uh, get everything uh, back to normal. Tonight's opponent, the Grand Ledge Comets, uh, you talked about some of the unique challenges that this particular team faces as far as uh, 
what the Cardinals uh, do and typically see over the course of the rest of the I-8 schedule. Yes, you know, they, uh, uh, they're blocking schemes up front. Um, you know, they more, run more of a college blocking schemes with the zone passing off, and then they also throw in the beer blocking schemes with that. Um, makes it difficult for our backers to read. Um, you know, and they do a little bit of RPO stuff for our secondary that has to deal with that. And so it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a well-run offense. They're extremely well coached and how they run things. And so we're going to have to be on top of our game defensively to, uh, you know, to combat that. And that's just something that, you know, we've been working on it for a while now. Um, you know, the kids have started it, started to get it down. And, uh, you know, I'm actually looking forward to see how we do uh, tonight against that uh, scheme that we've practiced against. Jeff Scorfar, head coach of the Coldwater Cardinals. Best of luck tonight. Thanks, Sean. We're back with more after this. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. We all love buying things online, but there are some things you should think twice about before clicking Add to Cart. Buying an engagement ring is one. Like purchasing a house or car, an engagement ring is a major purchase. It's a symbol of your love. Culey's Jewelry offers you a huge selection of in-stock engagement rings or custom rings made just for her. Don't guess what you're buying. See it. Feel it. Try it on. Know what you're getting and get the customer service to back it up. Shop locally at Culey's Jewelry, downtown Coldwater since 1968. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. Coldwater, Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom! Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade bring your rv here we'll sell it it's that easy all you have to do is just pick up a check it really is that easy we do all of the work for you there's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors come shop a vantage one rv first yeah what merrick said we have plenty of great pre-owned rvs in stock but we always need more come see for yourself but only if you want to save thousands old water michigan one mile east of meyer on us 12 east of i-69 shop advantage one rv and auto brokers first AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry back here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium on the campus of Grand Ledge High School. Game time temperature here at Grand Ledge, 74 degrees. It'll stay 74 during the kickoff. Drop down to about 68 by the time we wrap things up. So what's the temperature like in your home if you're not comfortable? Call KNB Mechanical in Quincy. Their service includes repairs on your existing unit as well as free estimates for new units. Call KB Mechanical for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning service at 639-8046. Week one of the high school football season actually got underway yesterday with a handful of games, a couple in the big eight. Uh, reading one at White Pigeon 33-14 and Centerville. Came from behind, uh, actually scored the go-ahead touchdown with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter to 
beat Union City 20 to 14, and uh, not the uh, start that Coach Doug Connerman wanted for his uh, hopefully long run at Union City. No, but uh, they they played with Centerville, all, you know, all night long, and uh, they look forward to Quincy next week as they open up league play. The Coldwater Cardinals. The Coldwater Cardinals have just come out onto the field with. <clears throat> Being surrounded by something that we haven't seen in about four or five years, a full cheer squad. Yeah, it's nice to see again out there on the field, and uh, hopefully uh, we can continue that tradition again. Yesterday in the Interstate 8, Penfield lost to Lake Odessa Lakewood 33-28. to Lumen Christie knocked off by Lou Lothrop 12-7 to in a... Surprisingly low scoring contest. Hastings over Thornapple Kellogg 30 to 20. And Lakeview just pummeled Harper Creek 28 to 6. Back with kickoff in two minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Your 401k is likely one of your most important assets, but it's only one part of a comprehensive retirement strategy. Edward Jones can help you understand how your retirement assets fit into your entire retirement picture so you can work toward meeting your unique retirement goals. Contact me, Jay Wright, your local Edward Jones financial advisor at 327 West Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. The space heater next to the curtains, the 12 plug sharing one power strip, the frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro a Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at Serve Pro a Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. Call them at 517-278-5261. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Welcome back to Grand Ledge Community Stadium. It's almost 7 o'clock and it's almost time for the Coldwater Cardinals to kick off the 2022 football season, Quinn. Looking forward to it, uh, as we always do, Sean. It's nothing like uh, getting started over for 22-23 with all high school athletics. Grand Ledge won the toss and deferred to the second half. So as we take a look at the starting lineups, we'll start off with the Coldwater offense led by quarterback Zach Coffing. Coach Jeff Scorfar gave me a, a kind of a different look on the offensive side. One running back, that's Tyson Roby. Two wide receivers, Hunter Munson and Evan Porter. 
a split end and Chase Levy. Dante Work, the tight end, and the offensive line from left to right. Nolan Thomas, Kevin Hall, Sab Waroni at center, Jack Rudin, and Garrett McVicker. I think Coach Scorfar wants to spread the field a little bit more this year. Use that coughing, running the ball, and throwing the ball. We'll see what happens. Christian Legal getting ready to kick off the ball at the 40. It's going to bounce into the end zone. Great awareness by the deep backs for the Cardinals. This is a very interesting defense that Grand Ledge is going to put out. There's five on the D-line. Teddy Williams and Joe Pearson are the ends. Ryan Beatty and Justin Stoll, the tackles. Logan Costello, the nose guard. Only one linebacker, Aiden Chambly. Five in the secondary. Drew Garza and Mac Foreman, the cornerbacks. Andrew Konezny, Noah McCartney, and Preston Bonet are the safeties. That is very much a very unusual defense, but... Uh... They'll run it to perfection if they can. First and 10 from the 20. High snap to Zach Coffing. He winds up keeping it and gets about four running the right side. That was a nice job just catching that ball by Zach. A little bit of a high snap from the center, but uh, he was able to reel it in and get, uh, looks like, like you said, Sean, about three and a half or four yards. So. Sal Baroni, that's uh, short for Salvatore, I, I was told, uh, is the uh, starting center. Game three on the play. down seven for the Cardinals. They wound up giving Coughing three. It'll be second and seven. Out of the shotgun, man in motion. Coughing takes a snap. Drops back to pass, looks left side, and through the hands of Tyson Roby near the left sideline incomplete. Pass was uh, a little bit behind him, but a good throw there. Tyson had a chance to come down with it. The uh, defender from uh, Grand led right on him. Hit him right as he got the ball. It's kind of unusual that uh, those wide receivers, Sean, don't even go to the huddle. Zach makes the call for the wide receivers uh, at the line. 11.04 left to play in the first quarter. Third and seven. It's a design keeper all the way for Zach Coffing, and uh, maybe he got half a yard. Well, the Cardinals will go three and out. They're opening the possession of the season. What a different look for the Cardinals coming out in that first series tonight. Uh, we don't see that very often with uh, two wide receivers is that, tied in. Is that Austin in. Atkins going back to punt for Coldwater, 32? I, I believe it was. We'll check here in a second. Oh, that was kind of a muffed snap, and the flag flies. Someone moved. Uh, I'm just not sure who because I was looking at the punter. Set ball. Snapping practice. On the offense. Five-yard penalty. Repeat. Fourth down. Everybody moved, but the, uh, punt, uh, but the uh, center there didn't snap the ball. So instead of fourth and seven, it'll be fourth and 12. Well, presuming that is Austin Atkins, he will punt from his five-yard line. It's a high, short punt. It's going to bounce at the 47, take a favorable Cardinal roll. 
and into the arms of a Grand Ledge player at the Comet 47. Uh, that was uh, uh, Noah McCartney, who the ball bounced to. It's kind of different. I guess the back, the man way downfield must have called a fair catch because uh, nobody tried to tackle him. He just caught it, handed it to the official, and uh, Grand Ledge takes over. It's going to be good field position for the Comets from their own 47-yard line. Sean Foster is the starting quarterback. Mason Stocker is the running back. Alvin Selby and Preston Bonet are in the slots. Teddy Williams and Andrew Konezny are the wide receivers. Foster going back to pass, and it was almost intercepted into Cardinal territory by Evan Porter at the Cardinal 44. What a nice job there by Evan. Cut right in front of the receiver, knocked it away. Good coverage there, real tough coverage by Evan Porter. Looking at digital scout provided by Grand Ledge, and uh, I want to correct myself, it wasn't number 32, but in fact number 16, uh, Hunter Munson that had that punt. Second and 10. Here's the option pitch. It's going to Evan Selby running left side. First down and more. He's finally forced out of bounds just shy of the 30-yard line. The Comets move from left to right across your radio dial in the first quarter. Their home navy blue jerseys with maize numerals. The interlocking GL on the navy blue helmets. Cardinals in their road whites with the red pants. Well, that Hunter uh, Munson went for the uh, ball there. The pitch picked up a nice amount of yards there. Handoff goes up the middle, a nice surge to about the 32. Pick up a four. It's first and 10 from the 35. He only gave him uh, three yards. Mason, uh, uh, Mason Stocker, that uh, running back that we mentioned. On the O-line, we got Ryan Beatty. Jalen McAllister, Logan Costello, Logan Aller, and uh, Logan and Brenner Quick on second and seven. A couple of hard hits there, but uh, the runner got away, got up to the 30, picked up a couple yards. It's going to bring up third and five for the Grand Ledge Comets. 909 and counting left to play in the first quarter. No score. But the Comets are driving after the Cardinals went three and out their first drive. That last play, Dante Work uh, really hit him hard in the backfield. He just kind of spun out of Dante's uh, arms, picked up two yards. Sean Foster out of the shotgun. Some movement on the Cardinal D-line. Foster dropping back to pass. He's flushed out of the pocket. He takes off. He gets a first down. He gets more. He gets up to the 10. Dropped at the 9. First and goal, Grand Ledge. Cardinals just gave up containment on that outside again on the uh, right-hand side, allowing the quarterback to uh, scramble for a huge amount of yards there. Got a young team like this, and uh, they don't understand. They're trying to make a big play, and they don't do what they don't contain on that outside. 
8-14 and counting left to play in the first quarter. On first and goal, the handoff went to Mason Stocker, trying to run up the middle, trying to cut up the left. A very minimal gain. Stocker down to the, uh, just inside the eight-yard line. Be nice to see the Cardinals come up, make them kick a field goal here, keep them out of the end zone. A gain of two for Stocker. That'll bring up second and goal from the seven. Oster out of the shotgun. Oster drops back to pass. Wide open catch at the five. Ankle tackle. He falls into the end zone. It's a touchdown for Grand Ledge. Zach coughing with a hit there about the three-yard line, but he uh, had just enough momentum to uh, dive into the end zone, just got over the line. Seven-yard reception by Evan Selby puts the Comets on the scoreboard first. Wait a minute here, Sean. They might have said he's knee hit when coughing hit him on the three. That's what I thought. There is some premature cheering on the part of the Comet fans underneath. It's on the one and a half. A third and goal, so it's probably not a matter of if but when. He's in now. Yep. That was Mason Stocker with a one-yard TD run. Stocker over that left side for a yard and a half. Now the Comets are on the board. Clock stopped with, I can't see the clock from the... uh, 649. Thank you. 649 left to play in the first quarter. Extra point pending. Christian Legal is the kicker. That's a great name. Almost as if he might be destined to be a lawyer. Except that the comments are going to go for two. A little bit of confusion. The snap went to Foster. Elvin Selby a little bit late getting into position. And whoever had the ball was stopped shy of the goal line, so the two-point conversion is no good. Comet six, Cardinals nothing with 6.49 left to play in the first quarter. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Get more for your money this week at Meyer with buy five, save $5 on things like Breyers ice cream, Lay's potato chips, or Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up products, plus deposit where applicable. All buy five, save $5. Plus, large cantaloupe or honey rock melons are two for $4 when you buy two or more. And athletic and sketch your shoes for the family are buy one, get one for just a dollar. Get more for your money and pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Grand Ledge Community Stadium. Sean Watson and Quinberry here for opening night of the 2022 high school football season. Coldwater and Grand Ledge. Cardinals went three and out their first possession. Comet scored on a one-yard touchdown run by Mason Stocker. Two-point conversion, no good. So it's 6 nothing as the aforementioned Christian Legal gets ready to kick the ball off. Munson and Roby deep for the Cardinals. Another line drive kick. This time it is dropped and eventually picked up by the Cardinals. Tripped up at the 11-yard line. Number 16, Hunter Munson on the return. Logan Schaefer with the uh, trip up. Noah McCartney and six, Logan Schaefer. 
Not very good field position here for the Cardinals. It's going to be first and 10 from the 11. That coughing out of the shotgun. This young group needs to, uh, the Cardinals need to get a couple of first downs. That but was the a ball's nice, on the ground. That was a nice hole for Zach Coughing to run through, but he dropped the ball. 62 and came up with that, Sean. 62 on your roster is Drake Thornton, younger brother of uh, Brock Thornton, who we all remember as a three-sport star, graduated last year. Cardinals were very fortunate there not to give that one up. That ball was on the ground for a long time before Thornton came up with it. About a two-yard gain there for Coughing, second and eight. It is another keeper by Coughing uh, running behind his blocker. Tyson Roby was standing next to him. Roby providing the blocking for Coughing. Looks like he can give him... Uh, Progress to maybe the 16-and-a-half, 17-yard line. We'll bring up third and four. First down marker is at the 22. Cardinals trail Grand Ledge, six to nothing. One receiver to the left, one to the right. Coughing. Flips it upfield past the 25 to the 26, and it's going to be good enough for a first down for Dante Work. I don't. I think he he dropped it. Yeah, he dropped that uh, as he was going to the ground. Never had real control of the ball. Little jump pass there from Coughing, trying to hit the big tight end. It's a shame because it, it looked. Like a pretty good play from up here. Oh, it was a beautiful play. Just couldn't quite hold on to it. Well, unfortunately, we have to talk about the Cardinals going three and out. And Hunter Munson going back to punt. He's angling to his right. The kick goes to the left. It's a short punt. It takes another favorable Cardinal bounce. And it's going to be downed at the 47-yard line of the Comets. We did have the yellow flag. We'll see what that is all about. Alex Roby downed it. We'll wait for the call. Sideline judge threw that uh, yellow flag right away. Probably movement on the Cardinal line. Yeah, he's talking to the uh, Grand Ledge coach. Going to make him kick it again. On the kicking team, five yard penalty, replay, fourth down. So let's see, where does that put Hunter Munson right into the end zone? Right on the uh, about one yard into the end zone. Back for the counts, number 34, Andrew Knezny. Grand Ledge probably going to end up with uh, this one on their side of the 50 yard line. Konezny is standing at his own 45, the Cardinal 45-yard oh, line. Nice kick. And that's a fair catch at the 45 by Konezny. Probably the best possible outcome out of all that. But unfortunately, still good field position for the Comets to add potentially to their 6-0 lead. They never did give a chance to go over the starting Coldwater defense on the D-line. Kevin Hall and Dante Work are the ends. 
and Zach Lewis is the nose guard. Outside backers are Drake Thornton and Trey Miller. Inside linebackers, Jack Rudin and Tyson Roby. Cornerbacks are Alex Roby and Evan Porter. The safeties are Hunter Munson and Zach Coffing. There are no play clocks here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium. Sean Foster and company up to the ball at the Cardinal 45-yard line. Handoff hitting the right side of the line for about a gain of two for Stocker. That might have been Selby there, Sean. No, it was Stocker. Yep, you're right. Handoff to number 11, Foreman. Gain of two. Second down eight for the Comets. Here comes second and eight for Grand Ledge. Already up 6-0. Handoff is going to go to Stocker, hitting the left side of the line. The Cardinal is doing a good job of holding him to basically two, three yards out of line. He gets up to the 40. 57 for the Cardinals, it looked like, or 55 maybe. Jack Rudin with the tackle. You know, on that two-yard run to start the drive, we were both wrong. They gave credit to Mac Foreman. Foreman, yep. McVicker on the stop there. So instead of two or seven, it was actually 11. <laughs> we'll ease into things uh, uh, quickly enough. Third and five. Comets have not put the ball up in the air yet. There is movement all over the place, and a flag is thrown in front of the Grand Ledge sideline. Grand Ledge with a little Stop movement. Offense. Five-yard penalty. The down remains third. Well, that's going to bring up a third and ten. Thought they third down ten for the Gamets. They sent Evan Selby in motion. The run goes back up to the 41. Let's see what the Comets do here on fourth and six. First down marker is just shy of the 35. No indication of the kicker coming into the game. Mason Stocker with the four-yard run. Fourth and six. Everybody out on the field for the Comets, looking down at their wristbands for the play. Foster dropping back to pass. It's going to be a screen caught by Preston Bonet. Slips one tackle. Now he's going to be brought down at the 25-yard line. It's a first down for the Comets. Good pursuit by the Cardinals, but uh, just a lot of room to run out there on this right side on a play-action pass to the running back. Preston Bonet giving the Comets a first down at the 25 of the Cardinals. Already they're leading 6 nothing. Two and a half minutes left to play in the first quarter. Foster out of the shotgun. Al going back to pass, flaring it deep downfield, wide open, and oh. over the hands of the intended receiver who was double covered. He had it in his hands. He just couldn't... Uh, couldn't pull it in when he hit the ground. It fumbled out. 
Andrew Konezny was the intended receiver. Second down 10 for the Comets. That will stop the clock. With, I, again, I can't see uh, all of the clock. 2.18 here in the first quarter. You're going to have to help me out the rest of the night, I think. Second and 10. It's going to be a running play for Mason Stocker. Uh, the Cardinals have been doing a good job lately keeping Stocker contained. He only got a gain of two. There's a much better job of uh, containment over there. Under two minutes left to play in the first quarter. Third down eight for the Cowboys. As you heard our PA announcer say, it's third down and eight. Hunter Munson kind of limping to the sidelines over there to Phil Herman on the sidelines as he uh, walks over to the bench. And Phil, our athletic trainer, taking a look at him. Foster with another handoff going up the middle past the 20. Down to about the 18, it looks like, maybe 17. Fourth down and three is what they're saying. Other games going on among teams from Branch County. Quincy is hosting Sand Creek and our first update from Jim Measel, who's there at the game. It's scoreless between the Aggies and the Orioles. The kickoff of the Brett Allman slash Jeff Craig era of Quincy football. Back here, Grand Ledge, fourth and three, of course. Comets are going for it. Right up the middle. There's a direct snap up to the 14, and, yep, that's going to be good enough for a first down. It is the soccer. Brought down by number 23, Tyson Roby. Mason Stocker with a run. Tyson Roby with a stop. The Comet drive continues. 34 seconds and counting left to play in the first quarter. Foster receives a snap, runs the option on the right side. He's to the 10, he's to the 5. He dives to the pylon in the inner corner and he's in. He's in for the touchdown. Got that ball right inside the pylon down there. Just lost containment again on that outside run, and uh, Cardinals have got to get that cleaned up. That score coming with 19.1 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Now Christian Legal will attempt the point after kick. It is good. Making the score 13 to nothing, Grand Ledge over Coldwater. 19.1 seconds left to play in the first quarter. We'll go ahead and uh, stay here since we're so close to the end of the quarter. Uh, we mentioned other games going on among the teams in Branch County besides the Quincy Sand Creek game, which is scoreless. Bronson is playing at Prairie Heights and an eight player football to Concha hosting Camden Frontier. In the Interstate Eight, Marshall's opening up, hosting Gull Lake. Northwest is at Eaton Rapids, their traditional season opener, and Parma Western hosting St. John's. So we talked a little bit about it on our way up here. 
What do you think the I-8 is, how the uh, I-8 is going to shake down this year? Who do you think the top teams are going to be? Well, I think there's a lot of teams that are rebuilding. Uh, as, as always, Lumen's going to be right up there. You know, I think Parma Western's got some good, strong returners this year. Uh, Marshall, Harper Creek, they're going to be right uh, maybe at that second level. But again, uh, watch out for Hastings. Good, strong program the last three, four years. And uh, fact, had a good they, opening uh, time night win last night. I was going to say Hastings either won or shared the IA championship the last two years. So don't count them out. We go up to Hastings in about three weeks. Uh, you got to be impressed with the job that they've done up there at Hastings with that football program. You know, after many losing seasons, the last, uh, last four or five have been real strong for them. The coaching staff has uh, generated some real interest in uh, football up in Hastings, and uh, you can see it on the field. Honor Munson had a short return. Start their first and 10, 10 Coldwater from their 22. Probably one play to end the quarter. And it's a direct snap. Zach Coughing keeps it and gets up to, well, the 26-27. Yeah, about a gain of five there as the clock runs out Drop here at the end of the first quarter. After one from here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium, the Grand Ledge Comets 13, the Coldwater Cardinals nothing. Second quarter in one minute. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Are you an empty nester and you find your current home is more than you need? Is your family growing and you need a larger home? Or perhaps you're just looking for that special lake property. Remember, when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty Group in Coldwater, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. So, if you have too much home or if you need more room, when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at the Case Realty Group. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HaskKwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry back here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium. Second quarter about to get underway. The Cardinals are in a 13-0 hole to the host Comets right now. Yeah, the Cardinals got to get some offense somewhere here in this second quarter or it could be a long night for uh, the Cardinals and the Cardinal fans. We have switched sides. Cardinals moving from left to right. Comets from right to left. Second and five as we start the second quarter. Another keeper by Zach Coughing. Big hole up the middle. Coughing stopped at the 36, but they will move the chains for the first down of the season for the Cardinals. Yeah, big job there by uh, the right tackle, Jack Rudin and Garrett McVicker. The right tackle uh, opened up a real nice hole that time. First down 10 from their own 36. Here come the Cardinals on first and 10 from the 36. 
Coughing out of the shotgun. Roby stands next to him. Two receivers right, one left. Goes up the middle, passes deflected. Deflected at the line of scrimmage and almost picked off by Grand Ledge's Noah McCartney at the 40. He laid, he, yeah, he laid out after that tip drill. The initial pass was kind of tipped, too. Uh, the intended receiver had the ball tipped away from him at the 45. McCartney almost graded, made a great diving grab to get a pick. But as it is, it'll set up second and 10 for Coldwater. Yeah, he, uh, Hunter Munson on that pass there, about 25 yards down. Was pretty well covered, really. He had a nice uh, opening out here on the right side if he would have uh, looked to his secondary receiver there. Second and 10, a running play. About a gain of two for coughing. Actually ended up, ended up almost giving him three. Really? Yep. A very generous spot. That sure was. Thank but, you. Uh, anyway, brings up a big third and seven. The Cardinals need to keep this going. Cardinals trailed Grand Ledge 13-0. Trips to the left side, one receiver right. Offing looking left on a three-step drop back. Airs it out. Again, the ball was almost intercepted near midfield. Okay. Intended receiver was Dante Work. Uh, defender was in front of him to tip the ball, preventing Work from making a successful catch. Here comes Hunter Munson to punt. Dante with a you know, good uh, six, seven inches on that defensive back over there. Just a little bit underthrown. Or Dante might have come up with that. Yes, those six, seven targets look very enticing. Oh, back goes Hunter Munson to punt. It's a high snap. A bit of a rush put on oh, him. Oh, they're going to get rough in the kicker. All bounces at the 35. It's going to roll to the 23. Of course, you're going to add yardage to that as Hunter Munson just now gets up. Personal foul. Roughing the kicker. Defense. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first down. Cardinals going to maintain the ball, and uh, Hunter's up and running, so you got a good feeling about that, but uh, hate to see anybody get hit like that. The young man didn't do it on purpose for sure. He just kind of laid out. Hunter's leg right into him. Obviously, the kid that got penalized was going for the block, not going for the ankles. That's for sure. After the 15-yard mark-off for roughing the kicker, the Cardinals are in Comet territory for the first time tonight. First and 10 from the Grand Ledge 46, moving from left to right across your radio dial. Zach coughing out of the shotgun. Oh, a high snap. He picks up the ball, and he's going to pay the price. First person to hit him for Grand Ledge was Aiden Chambly. Going to be a loss of at least six, maybe seven yards there. Again, a high snap. 
Zach just uh, lucky that one didn't get over his head. He was able to elevate a little bit, knock it down. down in the backfield by number 54, Chambly. Loss of 9.40 and counting left to play in the first half from here at Grand Ledge. The Comets lead Coldwater 13 to nothing after the six-yard loss. Second and 16 coming up. Coughing was 0 for 2 passing in the first quarter, according to Grand Ledge's statisticians. Another keeper by Coughing. He gets past midfield to the Comet 49. Well, brings up a long third down and about uh, 13 for the Cardinals. We'll see if they put it in the air here. Coach Scorefire decides to keep it on the ground and uh, hope for the best. Game of three on the play. Third down, 13 for the Cardinals. Comes third and 13. Deep drop back by Coughing. Looking for a safety valve. Finds it in Tyson Roby. He gets up to the 45. He's going to be brought down at the 43. Still shy of the first down marker. Nice little uh, screen pass they set up there. Kind of a safe uh, safe pass for the uh, Cardinals there. Brings up four down, though, and uh, seven yards. Brings up fourth down for the Cardinals. Back for the counts, number 34, Andrew Kinesny. Hunter Munson back to punt. He's standing at his 43-yard line. Andrew Kinesny back deep. He's standing at his 10. Fair catch called for by Kinesny as he runs up to the 20-yard line. Let's see where they spot the ball at the point of the catch. Right at the 20. Grand Ledge already up on Coldwater, 13 to nothing, and seeking to add on to it. 7.48 to go here in that second quarter. Pretty fast-moving game right here. Uh, Grand Ledge hasn't put the ball in the air a whole lot. The Cardinals have uh, put the ball in the air a few more times. You know how I mentioned that? Quincy and Sand Creek were scoreless after one. Bronson and Prairie Heights were also scoreless after one. Back here on first and 10. Hand off to the left side. A run to the 24-yard line. Dante Work with a nice play there from his defensive end position. Gain a four on the play. Second down six for the Gavits. Four-yard gain will bring up second and six. Sean Foster out of the shotgun. Two receivers left, two right. Foster dropping back to pass. He's being pursued. He's got three Cardinals breathing down his oh. neck. Finds a nice safety valve at the 33. Great run after the catch by Teddy Williams. He's forced out of bounds at the 47 of Grand Ledge. Big Teddy Williams there. Pretty good-sized young man out there, Here's just sitting there all alone. Foster found him. They picked up a big first down. down. Nice scramble there by Foster. 
And believe it or not, that's the first time we've called Teddy Williams' name on the offensive side of the ball tonight for Grand Ledge. First, first and 10 Comets from the 47. Mason Stocker receives the oh, handoff. Might be gone. To the 40, to the 30, to the 20. Oh. Wrestled out of bounds by Coldwater. Alex Roby winds up ripping the helmet off of Mason Stocker, so you're going to add yardage to the end of that for the penalty. This will be interesting. I think they're going to get both of them got uh, face masks. Stocker with the keeper. So let's see what happens. They might just bring this one back as the uh, penalties will decline each other. Right now the clock has stopped with 6.54 left in the first half. Comets leading 13 to nothing. This is strange. They're going to just pick it up. Oh, here's the call. No, they're going to start over. Yep, just like I thought. Personal foul, face mask on the defense. Personal foul, face mask on the offense. Those fouls offset will replay first down. So wipe off a good run by Mason Stocker. He picked his way through the Cardinal defense, and then he met Alex Roby, and they got tangled up with each other, forcing each other out of bounds, and they weren't able to get away with it. <laughs> well, they're just... Uh... You know, both of them playing hard. They both, uh, one on the stiff arm, the other one trying to make the tackle, and they both uh, got their hands in the masks. First and 10 from the 47, take two. The flip is running to the left side. That was Evan Selby receiving the flip. Comments will get the first down. Selby is brought down at the 38 of the Cardinals. Coughing, Zach coughing. Good hard hit there on Zach's part from his safety position. First and 10 from the Coldwater 38. 636 and counting left to play in the first half. Grand Ledge looking to add to this 13-0 lead. Mason Stocker pumps. Oh, he's wide open and he overthrew him. Overthrew Elvin Selby by about five yards. So Mason Stocker has been taking these snaps here in this drive. Zach Lewis and Nolan Thomas. Kind of uh, going about every other play at that nose guard position. Gives uh, that front line a little different look. Lewis, uh, about a 5'8", 130, and Thomas, big boy. Second and 10. Stocker fakes the handoff. The flip oh, is running right side. Uh, looks like that was uh, Jamison Patton. Getting up to the 35. It's kind of a little uh, trip there by Patterson. Game of three on the play. Third down, seven for the Cowboys. Bring up third and seven as we are at the halfway point of the first half from here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium. 
We're so glad you're listening on this Friday night, the opening Friday night of the 2022 football season, although there were a handful of games that were played on Thursday, and we'll go over those scores during your Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report. Stocker, handoff, running up the middle to the 32. As we have seen, head coach Joe Bryant is not afraid to go for it on fourth down. No, he's going to go again right here for sure. Brings up fourth down four for the Cowboys. Cardinals need to stop here. Don't let him get that in that end zone one more time here before half. And we can get make some adjustments in the second half and hopefully come out and do and score. The teams are looking toward, uh, the, rather the Comets are looking toward the their sideline and Coach Joe Bria will take a timeout to discuss the play that they want to run. It's going to be a very important fourth and four coming up for Grand Ledge, leading Coldwater 13 to nothing. They want to keep the drive alive, obviously. They've been able to move the ball pretty consistently all night long on the ground. They haven't been as successful in the air as I thought they might be, but uh, Cardinals been doing a pretty good job with coverage. Just a couple of uh, mistakes on the uh, outside has let uh, Grand Ledge get a couple of long runs, which... Uh, have cost the Cardinals both those touchdowns. Scoring update from not that far away from here, out in Eaton Rapids. The Greyhounds are hosting the Northwest Mounties and Northwest with a 7-0 lead over Eaton Rapids in the second quarter. So hopefully a successful kickoff to the new coaching regime at Northwest. Not a lot of scoring going on tonight around the uh, area. A lot of zero-zero games. This is in marked contrast. There is one game that I saw the score of last night between Zeeland West and Stevensville Lakeshore. What was it? Uh, Sixty-six to fifteen. Flag is thrown before the snap. Cardinals were charging in there, and I think. Right uh... snap. False start. Offense. Five-yard penalty. Replay, fourth down. The old fault start. Well, that makes it about fourth and nine and a half, but as we have seen, that has not been a deterrent for Grand Ledge. Going to spread them out. Stocker, the quarterback here in this drive. and Sean Foster swapping places on the offense this time around. Comets have two receivers on the left, one to the right. Stocker dropping back, and he's going to be brought down by the Cardinals. Great pursuit there by the Cardinals. Drake Thornton, uh, I think he was the first one to bring him down. Thornton, Zach Lewis in there. Just a great job. Brought down by number 62, Drake Thornton. That is a turnover on down. 
Cardinals will take over on downs, first and 10 from their 47. Boy, wouldn't that be something if we get a score here, Sean? Only go down six. What a lift for the Cardinals. But the, we've seen the offense kind of spin their wheels. The most effective offensive player so far has been Zach coughing in his feet. Oh, my. Pass was batted away, and they're going to call it incomplete. Huh. I almost thought he took it right off of uh, Coughing's hand. But it must have went down, hit the ground, bounced back up. Joe Pearson was the one that got his mitts on the ball. So an incomplete pass brings up second and ten. Dropping pass is incomplete. Broken up by 50, Ryan Beatty. They say Ryan Beatty was the one that ultimately broke uh, broke up the pass. I tell you, Pearson came close to coming up with it. Second and ten, trips to the right side. Coughing out of the shotgun. Tyson Roby standing next to him. Coughing keeps and only a gain of one if that on the left side. Coughing with the keeper. Trying to. We just haven't handed the ball off much tonight. The running game has been coughing pretty much. On the direct snap to the quarterback and. Coughing goes one way or the other. Four carries for 18 yards thus far for Zach Coughing. Three carries for seven yards for Evan Porter, according to the Grand Ledge statisticians. Going to be a timeout here, Coach Scorfar. Let's get everybody on the same, uh, same line here and same play. Can't say I blame him. We'll take time as well. 3.47 left to play in the first half. Coldwater trailing Grand Ledge. Coldwater trailing Grand Ledge 13-0. Back after this 30-second break, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Nottawa Gas, your family-owned propane supplier for over 30 years, offers a remote tank monitoring system, so you'll never have to worry about running out of propane. And Nottawa Gas offers convenient payment options, too, including automatic payments and safe, secure online bill pay. The best prices of the season are available now, plus all 20-pound bottle fills are just $13.48 at Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Taconcha on Old 27, or online at nottawagas.com. Hey, and don't forget that grill. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Sean Watson and Quinn Berry back here at Grand Ledge High School's Grand Ledge Community Stadium. Uh, a very nice facility. There is no track here at the football stadium. They have a separate track. Uh, a little bit further to the west, about a block west, actually, right near the baseball and softball diamonds. That's why we got a good view of the action. Cardinals, third and nine. The snap goes to Zach Coffing. He runs up the middle. He gets up close to midfield. He'll be stopped at the 49. Under Munson will have to come out and punt, it looks like. Yeah, Coach Scarfire just... Uh... Hoping to uh, keep this at 13 to nothing. That'd be uh, really probably a good benefit for the Cardinals going into halftime. 
Brings up fourth down for the Cardinals. Andrew Konezny going back deep back to receive down. the punt. Number 34, Andrew Konezny. Konezny standing at his 15-yard line. Again, Hunter Munson is roughed, and again, out comes the flag. Cardinals down the ball at the 19-yard uh, line, but again, it's academic. Another roughing the punter call against Grand Ledge. Yeah, I think we got a pretty good break there. I don't, uh, I don't think there was any roughing to the punter. It looked looked really Brian bad, but uh, defense five-yard penalty, replay fourth down. They're going to uh, just call the running end of the kicker, not the uh, personal foul. So it'll still be uh, it'll still be fourth, fourth down. down. Coldwater has elected to tack on the penalty at the end of the kick. It'll be first and ten, Grand Lake. Okay, so. The ball was downed at... I believe the ball was down at the 19. 21, I believe, and they'll take it back down to the 16. Hey, Tara, going to start on about the 16, 17-yard line. Might not be too terribly happy if you're the Grand Ledge head coach, Joe Bria, with all the penalties that have been called against his team thus far. Can't afford to do that when you get into the meat of the CAAC blue schedule. Hey, you get a lot of those uh, penalties early in the year. First and 10, Grand Ledge from their 16. Low snap, going back to pass. It's going to be a screen. It's caught at the oh. 16. A lot of open territory. Oh, my goodness. Finally brought down at the 40-yard line. Stockers pass. It's complete to number 11, Foreman. Mason Stocker completing to Mac Foreman. Now before another count, About a 24-yard play, first and 10, Grand Ledge from their 40. They still have two timeouts left. They have the opportunity to add on to this 13-0 lead that they currently enjoy. Both scores coming in the first quarter. The snap went to Stocker, who immediately handed off to a running back going up the middle for about three. Gives the foreman. Jack Rudin with a good, solid tackle from that linebacker spot inside. Mac Foreman with a four-yard gain. Second and six. 2.04 left to play in the first half. Good stop there by the Cardinals on that interior line. Gruden again. Another run up the middle, and Joe Bria will take his second time out. Nolan Thomas. Good job controlling that front line. So we talk about the games that were going on in the Interstate 8 today in addition to our game. We've got Gold Lake Marshall, Northwest Eaton Rapids, St. John's, Parma Western. Interesting lineup in the Big 8, including Homer playing up at Ithaca, a traditional Division 7 powerhouse, and I believe they are premiering their brand-new turf field tonight. Oh, up in Ithaca? Up in Ithaca. Oh. It's 
Springport at Stockbridge, Jonesville at Hillsdale in the annual cross-county battle. Of course, we mentioned Bronson's playing at Prairie Heights, Sand Creek at Quincy yesterday, reading one at White Pigeon 33-14, and Union City lost at Centerville 20-14. Yesterday in the Interstate 8, we had Lakeview beating Harper Creek 28-6 in a cross-city battle. Hastings over Thornapple Kellogg, the Battle of Berry County 30-20. Lumen Christie lost at New Lothrop 12-7. It was a surprisingly low-scoring game, partially because it was raining for most of the second Thank half. You. Third down and uh, Lake Odessa Lakewood came from behind to beat Penfield 33 to 28. Coming out of the timeout, it's third and five, Grand Ledge. Balls at the 45. Low snap at Stocker going back to pass. He's airing it out deep. He has a wide open receiver and he's gone. Andrew Konezny, 55 yard pass play for the Comets, third touchdown of the night. Touchdown, got it. Kinesne with a great route. A little down uh, post pattern. It was wide open, perfect pass right on the money. Made the adjustment, ran it in for the touchdown. Legal. To the extra point. Makes it 19-0 Comets. The extra point by Christian Legal is Good. 20 for the Grand Ledge Comets, zero for the Coldwater Cardinals. A minute and, is that 49 seconds? Minute 49, yes, Sean. Minute 49 left in the first half. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Every family has unique housing needs. Matt Hale talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house. Increased clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility and we can design zero-entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hallett Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHallettHomes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hallett Homes, always built around family. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Here's an interesting first quarter score. Probably one of the uh, Best teams in Southwest Michigan, the Edwardsburg Eddies, are taking on Grand Rapids West Catholic up at Hope Stadium's Rand Smoot, uh, Hope College's Rand Smoot, Sue Smith Stadium, and it's West Catholic 14, Edwardsburg nothing, end of the first quarter. Here comes the kickoff, bounces up to the 10-yard line, return to the 25, to the 30, and all the way up to the 32. Hunter Munson with a nice return there. Up to the 32-yard line, 22-yard return. Cardinals take over, first down. Well, let's see what the Cardinals can do with a minute 49 and two timeouts left. Well, I think they, you know, you can't just run the ball here. You, you need to get on the scoreboard, get a little momentum going here for the second half. Because Grand Ledge will have the ball to start the second. The Grand Ledge will have the ball, so. Uh, the Comets won the toss and deferred to the second half. Cardinals just can't sit on it here. Evan Porter, one of the receivers on the left side. Zach coughing out of the shotgun. I guess what they do. Running up the middle for nine or eight. Going to get eight there. Zach coughing had the run. 
Here's the score. Uh, Jackson Northwest leading Eaton Rapids 14-0. Ten seconds left in the first half. Remember the names. Stafford Newsome, he is the new head coach up at Northwest High School, and his coaching debut for the Mounties going pretty well so far. Back here at Grand Ledge, second and two. Coughing out of the shotgun. Tyson Roby stands next to him. Coughing, going back to pass. He loses his footing, and he's going to be brought down by, among others, Teddy Williams. Very unfortunate. Brought, there. brought down in the backfield by 33, Teddy Williams. You're talking about the new coaching staff up there at Northwest. We had a, You and I both had a chance to see... Uh, a little clip uh, as they interviewed the new coaches in the Jackson area. He seemed like a very energetic young man that uh, looking forward to working with those n- Northwest Mounties. After the sack of coughing, third and 11, 20 seconds and counting left to play in the half. Rushes on. It's going to be a run up the middle by Zach Coughing. He's going to be stood up shy of the 40-yard line. Jeff Scorfar will take a timeout with 9.8 seconds left in the half. Actually, I think. Uh, Did Grand Ledge call the timeout? I believe so. We'll find out in a moment. Grand Ledge timeout. Their third and final of the first half. Someone they, needs uh, to remind the Coldwater coaching staff that the timeouts don't carry over to the second uh, half. I think uh, I think Grand Ledge wants Coldwater to uh, kick here. They might be setting up a uh, block situation. They've been close a couple of times. They've gotten penalties, but they, <laughs> they've been real close. So after tonight, uh, the Grand Ledge Comets play at Jackson High School next week. Then they open up CAAC Blue play against Holt and against Waverly. They play at Everett. And the big game here against DeWitt on September 30th. Then they host Lapeer for homecoming October 7th. Last two games are on the road at Okemos and at the other traditional CAAC Blue Powerhouse, East Lansing, to wrap up the season. This is smart here. Cardinals go for it on fourth down, but there was movement before the ball was snapped. Yep. Tyson Roby with a little movement in the back uh, back uh, backfield there. Please put 9.8 seconds on the game clock. So it was as if those uh, 1.4 seconds never really happened. Nope. Don't put. Don't put 73 minutes up here. <laughs> I got a new news tomorrow morning. There we guys. go. Now they're going to kick. Cardinals are going to. Rush is put on. Munson puts a good foot in it. A nice kick. And it's going to roll out of bounds with nine-tenths of a second left to play in the first half. Well, I don't. That's not a good situation. Uh, Renlund could score in a hurry here off the pass play. See if they got something up their sleeve, they might want to run. Munson, I'm not holding my breath. You're going. You don't think so? 
You think uh, you think they're just going to take a knee? Remember, they do get the ball to start the second half. Yeah. I bring up the Grand Ledge schedule because uh, of all the mistakes that they made, they can't afford to make too many when you get into the meat of the CAAC schedule, as I mentioned. Well, it's going to be a run up the middle. It's uh, it's effectively as good as a kneel down, and that's the final play of the first half with the score of the Grand Ledge Comets 20 and the Coldwater Cardinals nothing. The Ranch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business Business to estate planning and property disputes, Hess Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Nottawa Gas, your family-owned propane supplier for over 30 years, offers a remote tank monitoring system, so you'll never have to worry about running out of propane. And Nottawa Gas offers convenient payment options too, including automatic payments payments and safe secure online bill pay the best prices of the season are available now plus all 20 pound bottle fills are just 1348 at nottawa gas just east of nottawa on m66 south of Taconcha on old 27 or online at nottawagas.com hey and don't forget that grill the voice of branch county for high school sports am 1590 wtvb coldwater and fm 95.5 w238cd coldwater it's halftime here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium. The Grand Ledge Comets leading the Coldwater Cardinals 20 to nothing. Our halftime report is brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. Get your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. So we will take this two-minute break and be back with the premiere episode of the season of This Week in High School Sports from the MHSAA Network. And then back here to Grand Ledge after an additional two-minute break with a scoring summary, not a lot of it. 20-0 Grand Ledge leading at Coldwater. We'll also go over some other scores from around the area. This week in high school sports coming up in two minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. If finding low prices on family favorites, fresh produce, pharmacy, pet supplies, home improvements, sporting goods, and lawn and garden is tripping you up, then shop Meyer, where one easy trip can save you lots of trips. Plus, save when you make the trip. Meyer credit card holders get 10 cents off per gallon at Meyer gas stations. Or save a trip with home delivery in the Meyer app. You'll get the same low in-store and sale prices delivered. Get more for your money at Meyer, where it's all just a trip away. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See details at Meyer.com slash credit card. Friday nights at the game can feel like a heat wave or winter's worst. So be prepared either way. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey with Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery. We carry logo t-shirts and shorts for the warm nights and insulated scarves, hats, and coats for the cold nights. We're a one-stop shop for school spirit wear, promotional items, and banners. Call Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery at 278-8101 or stop in at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. Any day is a 
a good day for lunch or dinner at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. From sizzling fajitas to smothered burritos, endless chips and salsa, salads, and even soup, you'll savor every delicious bite at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. And want to wash it down with? How about a jumbo margarita? Or order up a pitcher to share? You'll love the friendly service, authentic Mexican food, and festive atmosphere at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. Thinking about selling your home? Think Case Realty Group. Hi, I'm Carmen Case, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Now is the perfect time to find out the value of your home in this real estate market. Our team of agents have the drive and expertise to get you the most value for your home. We're local agents who know the market best. I'm Carmen Case. Contact us at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. Welcome to the 2022-23 school year, and welcome back to This Week in High School Sports. We'll be with you every week from now until the end of March, getting you caught up on the biggest stories from across the state in the high school sports world. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. New for this school year is a totally redesigned MHSAA website. If you've been to MHSAA.com recently, you've noticed some exciting changes. Nearly 70% of our web traffic comes from mobile devices, and the new site is much more mobile-friendly. It will be way easier for you to check scores on your phone at halftime of the game you're attending. There is no longer a separate second-half site, but those stories will continue. Previous second-half content has migrated to MHSAA.com, and all future stories, recaps, previews, and more will be found on the new site. Web pages dedicated to specific sports and individual schools have been redeveloped to make finding schedules and tournament information easier. The site's navigation has been reorganized to make surfing smoother and more straightforward, and you are only a click or two away from finding an audio or video stream of the game. If you haven't been to the new MHSAA.com, check it out. The first week of action is in the books, and that brings us our first game balls of the year. Cassopolis junior Malachi Ward started the boys' soccer season in fantastic form, he found the back of the net four times in a 4-2 season opening win over Buchanan. Three of Ward's four goals came in the game's first half. Fowlerville's Lucas Anderson. The number one singles tennis player won his first three matches of the year at the Livingston County Quad. The seniors' dominating performance helped Fowlerville to a team title at the Quad as well. And to the Centerville volleyball team. The Bulldogs won the season opening Kerry Adams Memorial Tournament finishing atop a 16-team field that included last year's Division IV state champs, Battle Creek St. Philip. Centerville took the championship match from St. Phil two sets to one. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid, helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov/mi-student-aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. New this year in football is a change to intentional grounding. What's staying the same? A quarterback in the free block zone 
who throws a pass to an area with no receiver nearby will continue to be flagged for intentional grounding. That's a five-yard penalty and loss of down. So what's different? Now, a quarterback outside of the free blocking zone can legally throw the ball away as long as the pass lands past the original line of scrimmage. This used to be flagged for grounding, but is now legal. In fact, the rule doesn't just pertain to the quarterback. Any passer outside the free blocking zone can throw the ball away as long as it lands past the line of scrimmage. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. Believe it or not, but we're just 13 weeks away from the 11-player football finals at Ford Field. A lot will happen on the gridiron between now and then. There are games on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week, the season's opening weekend. Selection Sunday is October 23rd, with district play starting October 28th. The top 32 teams in each of the eight divisions will make the playoffs. On the eight-player side, the top 16 teams in each of the two divisions will make the postseason. Playoff participants are chosen by a strength of schedule point system, the same system that was in place last year. To find out which division a team is in and to see live weekly rankings of teams, just go to MHSAA.com and click on football. Valley Sports Detroit will once again be televising the finals from Ford Field on Friday and Saturday, November 25th and 26th. The first game each day will kick at 10 a.m. Valley Sports is also televising a game of the week each week and following that with an hour-long scores and recap show. Football Friday's overtime powered by state champs will be a great one-stop option for highlights and to stay on top of all the action each week, you won't want to miss it. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. You shouldn't need an advanced degree to figure out how to pay for one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to help you understand all the options you have when paying for an education. Whether you're the first in your family to attend college or planning for a grandchild to build on a legacy that goes back generations, let us work together to take care of your unique financial needs. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. You've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race. At Edward Jones, we apply that consistent approach to long-term investing. Hi, I'm BJ West, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis is key to long-term growth. We call this systematic investing. And though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it is a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of suffering from it. To learn more, call us at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call in someone who's invested in your success. 
I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. The Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report rolling on from here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium. It's really been all Grand Ledge, 20 to nothing, the current score. Before we go over the uh, scoring summary, let's get your thoughts on the first 24 minutes of the season, Quinn. Well, definitely looking for some offense. You know, you can't just expect uh, Zach Coffing to run the ball as many times as he did. You know, and then expect him also to pass the ball and be accurate with it. Uh, they got to get somebody else involved in the offense, uh, that's for sure, and figure out a way to get something on the scoreboard. Defensively, I thought uh, other than a couple of big plays, they've done pretty well. Uh, uh, I think the defense is coming along. I think it will continue to improve. But, uh, boy, uh, offensively, we uh, we just need a lot, a lot of uh, work on that offensive line and opening up some holes and also uh, getting another running back involved. Well, here's a scoring summary with 19 with uh, rather with 649 left to play in the first quarter. Mason Stocker with a one yard touchdown run. The two point conversion run was no good to make it 6 nothing Grand Ledge. And then with 19.1 seconds left in the first quarter, Sean Foster with a 14 yard TD run. PAT kick was good. 13-0 Comets. That was your score after one. With a minute 49 left to play in the second, Mason Stocker connects with Andrew Konezny for a 55-yard TD pass. Point after kick was good. 20 to nothing. Grand Ledge on top of Coldwater. Taking a look at the stats from Grand Ledge's uh, digital scout stats. Start off with the Cardinals and... Uh, Excuse me, uh, Zach coughing uh, one of six passing for six yards. Coughing was a leading uh, rusher, eight carries for 37 yards. Evan Porter, four carries for negative two yards. Dante Work had that six yard reception. Hunter Munson, six punts. Averaging 32.8 yards a punt, and I think he was getting better and better as the first half rolled on. He definitely had to punt a number of times. Yeah, just uh, as we mentioned, you know, just uh, too many punts. Uh, Defense, I thought, did a good job of uh, uh, keeping us close. It's too bad that we gave up that big play right there at the end of the at the end of the second quarter to give them that last seven points. Uh, otherwise, going in with 13 to no, nothing. Jeff would have been proud. Coach Scorfire would have been pretty happy. Um, I just, uh, I, I, again, we've got to figure out something offensively uh, to do to, to to create some offense. And completely different look, Sean, for, for the Cardinals' offense than what we've seen over the past few years. And uh, hopefully they'll get better at it as the season goes with the uh, wideouts and uh, spreading the field. But uh, tonight they're still struggling to find it. For Grand Ledge, starting quarterback Sean Foster, 2 of 4 for 23 yards. 
his replacement, Mason Stocker, three of four for 103 yards and a touchdown. Neither QB was intercepted. Sean Foster, the leading rusher, four carries, 40 yards, and rushing touchdown. Evan Selby, two carries for 33 yards. Mac Foreman, six carries for 16 yards. Mason Stocker, nine carries for 13 yards and a touchdown. The quarterbacks have been spreading the wealth. Andrew Konezny with a 55-yard reception for a touchdown. Mac Foreman with a 25-yard reception. Teddy Williams with a 23-yard reception. Preston Bonet with a 16-yard catch. And Evan Selby with a 7-yard catch. Uh, we don't have any defensive stats available for Coldwater, but we can tell you that for Grand Ledge, Teddy Williams leading the way with uh, three solo tackles, two assists, and a sack. Kinesny's a real deal on the offense. Uh, he's a young man, I believe you said, going to Grand Valley, Sean. And, uh, uh, one of two along one with of two. Teddy Williams. Yeah, but uh, Kinesny, a big receiver. Uh, pretty quick, pretty fast, and a, a big guy with uh, great hands. Uh, meanwhile, uh, checking out the WTBB scoreboard at the half, uh, we had Bronson leading Prairie Heights uh, 12-0. And uh, we just got an update. Uh, it is still 12-0 Vikings over the Prairie Heights Panthers early in the third quarter. And Jim Measle has a report from the half of the Quincy-Sand Creek game. Well, Sean, the Quincy defense, a star in the opening half, scoreless tie here at Quincy in the opening game between the Orioles and Sand Creek. The Quincy defense forcing four turnovers, including one by Sam Sawyer in the end zone right before halftime. Ethan Kopis has the other pick. Chase Walters and Hunter Ternervia both with fumble recoveries. For the Orioles on the ground, Blaine Pish about 30 yards rushing on 13 carries. Meanwhile, uh, also for the Orioles, Sam Sawyer, uh, 18 yards on four carries. Scoreless at halftime between Quincy and Sand Creek. I'm Jim Measle. Here at Grand Ledge, it's the Comets leading Coldwater 20 to nothing. Grand Ledge will receive the second half kickoff in two minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. The real estate market continues to change. And your team at Midwestern Realty Group are seasoned pros to help you navigate through the fluctuations. If you are thinking about selling your home or property, give us a call at Midwestern Realty Group. Our team of 18 real estate professionals has the experience you are looking for. To help you get the most money available for your property. Residential, commercial, farm, or land sales. We can guide you through the state and set up to make your property look its best to potential buyers. Our track record with sellers is unmatched. Midwestern Realty Group is one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. We're committed to our clients, our customers, and our local organizations. Our goal is to make your real estate sale as smooth as possible. So if you are thinking about listing your home, I'm Jill. I'm Carrie. Call the team at Midwestern Realty Group. Jim here. I'm Letha. Michelle. I'm David. Stop by the Midwestern Realty office office at 685 East Chicago Road, Coldwater, or click MidwesternRealty.com. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business, so that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken, unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that and about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. we got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot, and we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. 
Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Be listening to the end of our broadcast. We'll name a McDonald's player of the game for your local area McDonald's restaurants. Trevor Hensinger is out to kick off the ball for the Coldwater Cardinals to start the second half, trailing Grand Ledge 20 to nothing. You know how we can tell? Because he uh, brought the wrong <laughs> pants. He's wearing white pants instead of the red that everybody else is wearing. Nice return up to the 32-yard line for Grand Ledge. Well, this stat may be most telling from the first half. Total offense, 228 yards for Grand Ledge, 41 for Coldwater. Yeah, it kind of tells the whole story right there, Sean, as uh, Grand Ledge just kind of controlled the ball the whole first half. And... uh, Cardinals had a lot of uh, a lot of three and or four and outs. Let's see who will start at quarterback for the Comets here in this drive. It looks like Sean Foster's back in. He takes a shotgun snap, hands off to the running back to the right side. That's Mason Stocker with a good run on first down. He gets up to the 37-38. Spot the ball at 37. Stocker. Uh, Really quick uh, first couple of steps there. He gets that line of scrimmage, and uh, Cardinals did a good job of getting even that second. Dante worked with the uh, tackle there, but he picked up seven. Second and three after the seven-yard run. This time a better job by the Cardinals staying home. Yeah, a little, uh, little... Mishandling of the snap there by the quarterback and uh, Foster, and the Cardinals took advantage. And uh, only a gain of one on the play. It'll still bring up third and two. Stocker with the carry, brought down by number 67. Hall. Gain of one, third down two for the Cowboys. Just underway here at Grand Ledge in the second half. Cardinals trailing the Comets 20 to nothing. The Cardinals would not like nothing better than to. Uh, Hold them to three and out. That's not going to happen as they run the sweep on the right side and get the first down to the 46. 22, Preston Bonet. 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 Brought down by number 12, Zach Coffing. But not before another count, first down. I think that may be the first time we've heard Zach Coffing's name on the defensive side of the ball. You know, this is a huge crowd here tonight. First and 10 comments from their own 34. Great atmosphere here at uh, Grand Ledge. Not sure what size. I mean, I know it's a Division One school, Sean, yeah. but uh, not sure how many students. Oh, fumble! That play was blown up for a loss to the 43. Little fumble on the snap there, but uh, Grand Ledge able to. One of the linemen jumped on that one. Ends up by a second down and 11. Loose balls recovered by Foster. What a great halftime show here tonight for Sean. Uh, They had unbelievable amount of people in that band tonight. Here comes the play on second and 11. 
Here's a run left side. Sean Foster is smothered at midfield. Nice cut back upfield by Foster. Got him just a little bit slowly. It'll bring up third and four. Kevin Hall showing some activity out on the defensive line. He's credited with a stop. Probably a couple hundred people uh, over on the Cardinal side tonight made this trip up here on I-69 is going redoing the whole whole way up. Going through the uh, construction in northern Calhoun County into Eaton County. Third and four. Foster keeps it, and he's going to be sacked at the 45. Spot the ball at the 47. Still a big loss. Boy, is Grand Ledge going to punt for the first time tonight? 61, Sawyer Brockwell is listed as the punter, and sure enough, he's out there. He's standing at his 35. One Cardinal going back deep to receive the Comets' first punt of the evening. It's a pretty good punt and a fair catch at the 22. Hunter Munson with the catch. We'll see what that flag is all about. I didn't see a flag. Uh, uh, Did you? No, I didn't. They're asking Coach Scorfar something over there. Now they're going to move everything. Illegal formation. Too many men in the backfield on the kicking team. Five-yard penalty will be tacked on to the end of the kick. First and ten, cold water. So the ball will be moved up to the 27 after the five-yard mark off, added to the end of the kick. That was what they were asking Coach Scorfar about, whether he wanted to enforce the penalty at the end of the kick or make him re-kick. Made the right decision there. Back on offense. See if we can get something going, Sean. We got to figure something out. And basically saying, nah, we're good. Staying in that same look with uh, three wideouts and coughing running the ball. He's going to be tackled right at the 30 yard line. A gain of three on first down. Well, coughing with the keeper. So at this point of the game, uh, 20 nothing Grand Ledge. Uh, who are you leaning towards for McDonald's player of the game at this point? Well, it's <laughs> right now it's going to be a toss-up. We're going to have to uh, really talk about this one. Somebody on the defensive side, that's for sure. There sure hasn't been much offense yet. I'm not mistaken, that would put uh, Zach coughing up to 40 yards rushing with that three-yard carry, second and seven. And coughing runs with the ball again, dives past the 45. Ball spot the ball at the 46. A little better job uh, blocking up the front there. As Coach Corfar said, you know, this young team and uh, not a lot of experience at the positions they're playing and probably one of the toughest things to do, you know, a runner runs to a hole. The uh, linemen have to uh, have different blocking schemes and sometimes it's tougher for uh, them to catch on than it is those running backs. 
Here's third and one. Although the scoreboard says third and three, it's it's third and one. Yeah, boy, I don't think he made it. No, I don't even think he was close. There's uh, They're indicating no gain on the play for coughing. Yeah, he didn't get in. Yeah, he might be. What? What? Well, coughing with the keeper. Wow. Brought down by 33, Williams. Interesting. It sure was. Well, we're going to take yeah, it. Uh, a cardinal first down. Fingers can't be choosers, well, I'll right? I'll tell you what, good thing they don't have instant replay amp here because uh, he wasn't even close to, to getting a first down. I don't think you were listening to this week's edition of This Week in High School Sports. I, I don't know if they mentioned it, uh, but uh, one of the rule changes for football, they are going to have an expansion of instant replay in the football finals. In the, yeah, the final weekend, which I I think is the right thing to do. Coughing is flushed out of the pocket, looking for a safety valve, and finds Dante Work, who's immediately dropped at the 46. There, that's that's a real nice pass by Coughing. Uh, put that ball up there, that six foot six, six foot seven. Dante Work can get up there and get it. He's got great hands, picked up nine yards. It's going to be marked as a gain of nine, but really, uh, Coughing had to throw the ball about 12 or 13. Yeah, he had to roll out of that pocket, get away from uh, some of the Grand Ledge rushers. Wrong one for the Cardinals. 5-12 and counting left to play in the third quarter. No scoring here yet in the second half. Grand Ledge leading 20 to nothing. Kind of a muffed play. Ball's on the ground. Grand Ledge come up with it. And it would have been at the first down marker for the Cardinals if Coughing had not lost the ball. Well, he handed it off to uh, the exchange between Coughing and Munson there. First and 10 from the Cardinals. Munson never got the ball in his gut there. Ball went to the ground. Grand Ledge with the recovery. Oh, that was unfortunate. We'll see if Grand Ledge goes for the kill here. I think if they score again, we're going to see a lot of clean uniforms in there for Grand Ledge the last couple minutes here. Well, you can't tell because this is a turf (laughs) surface. (laughs) And they're wearing navy blue. Oh, Oh, nice run. Mason Stocker. For the first down and more to the 34. Grand Led just continuing to run and, and tire out that front line of the Cardinals. But looking at uh, some of what Coach Scorefar told us on the coach's corner, the Veer offense that uh, Grand Ledge runs and the unusual blocking schemes that they run. Yeah, it's that's going to be tough on the defensive players, especially young and experienced defenders like we've got. First and 10. Preston Bonet sent in motion. Instead, it's going to be a run left side. Mason Stocker past the 30 to the 28. Mason Stocker, just a good, solid runner for Grand Ledge. Got some speed, but more importantly, they got a lot of strength in those legs. Gain of six, second down four for the Cowboys.
Here come the Comets on second and four. Ball's at the Cardinal 28. Foster going back to pass, looking left side, looking for Knezny, touchdown. That's Teddy Williams, I stand corrected. Knezny was, uh, he was open down the middle, but he went to Ted uh, Williams this time. Sure enough, Grand Ledge did go for the kill. And they score with 3.44 left in the third quarter. Teddy Williams made a nice adjustment on that catch. Just over the outside. Stretched hands of the Cardinal defender. I believe that was Evan Porter. Christian Legal's point after kick is good. It's now 27 to nothing. Grand Ledge leading Coldwater. 3.44 left to play in the third quarter. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. We all love buying things online, but there are some things you should think twice about before clicking Add to Cart. Buying an engagement ring is one. Like purchasing a house or car, an engagement ring is a major purchase. It's a symbol of your love. Culey's Jewelry offers you a huge selection of in-stock engagement rings or custom rings made just for her. Don't guess what you're buying. See it. Feel it. Try it on. Know what you're getting and get the customer service to back it up. Shop locally at Culey's Jewelry, downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Oh, Sean Foster to Teddy Williams, the two Grand Ledge players that will be playing for Grand Valley State next year, made the connection to make the score 27-0, Grand Ledge on top of Coldwater. After the turnover, the Comets certainly made the Cardinals pay. Yeah, the Cardinals come out here in the second half. Got a nice stop. Made Grand Ledge punt for the first time, and they gave it up on the fumble. Grand Ledge scores. Here comes the kickoff. It's caught past the five-yard line. The return is to the 25. Trying to push the pile forward near the 30-yard line. About a 25-yard return. Who's that very slow to get up? Well, that's Hunter Munson who had another return. Hunter Munson's uh, had some uh, two or three times where he's gotten up a little slow tonight. He's taking a beating out there. Well, part of that was uh, a couple of times the Grand Ledge defenders ran into him while punting the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. left to play in the third quarter. Cardinals are down four scores. Last year, the Cardinals fell to Grand Ledge 36-14. Right now, it's 27-0. Out of the shotgun. Guess what? It's going to be another run up the middle. That coughing. About a six-yard carry there. Yeah, a nice little run up the middle for six. Well, coughing of the keeper. You can see Scorefire's really Campbell. simplified this uh, offense tonight. Uh, we'll probably see a little bit more the next couple of weeks. First, the Cardinals host Plainwell next Thursday. Second and four, coughing again with the ball at this time. Picked up maybe a half a yard at the most. 
I was going to say it does look like there's no gain ultimately to bring up third and four. Now, Plainwell Trojans opened up their season yesterday with a nice win over their long, long, long time arch rivals. Just on the other side of US 131, the Otsego Bulldogs, the final score was 21 to 7. Here's third and four, coughing, going back to pass. Looking for Dante work. It was in and out of his hands. Would have been good enough for a first down, but he, uh, work was pretty well double covered. Yes, he was. And nine came in with a hard, hard hit right on the ball, knocked it out of his hands. Nine being Jamison Patton. It doesn't look like uh, Hunter Munson's uh, being asked to punt the ball. Well, we don't have one. Here he comes. No. Well, the ball's right there at the 36. Yeah, but here. Uh, We're going to send Trevor Hensinger in to punt. Hensinger coming in to punt. I got a feeling uh, Munson might be still a little shaken up over there. He wasn't on the field for that offensive series, and the Cardinals going to get a timeout here. Is that 209 or 209? 209. Okay, thank you. Uh, left in the third quarter as the Cardinals take their first time out. A bit about next Thursday's game against uh, Coldwater and Plainwell. It will be a doubleheader. The JVs will play their game at 4 next Thursday, followed by the varsity, and it will be a 7.30 kickoff for the varsity. Coldwater hosting Plainwell, the home opener for the Cardinals. So our on-air coverage next Thursday will start at 7. Murph, Mike Murphy, will be joining me as you... Uh, I think you're get, getting a head jump on the Labor Day holiday, aren't you? No, I'm just going to. Murph uh, wanted to work next week, so uh, we worked it out. I'll be with you the next three, and then Murph will take over for the rest of the season. At, at that point in October, you become Florida man, right? I become, <laughs> yeah, I become Southern. As long as you don't become capital <laughs> F, capital M, Florida man, if you nope. know what I mean. Good punt by Hensinger and no attempt at a return. Cardinals are going to down it at the 22 of Grand Ledge. Trevor Hensinger having to do double duty because he played uh, with the Cardinal boys soccer team earlier this afternoon in their 3-0 defeat at the hands of Detroit Country Day. And then he booked it up here, brought the wrong pair of pants with him. Those things happen. First and ten, Sean Foster still in at quarterback for Grand Ledge. It's a handoff up to the 31-yard line. Stocker with the carry, brought down by 23, Roby. Mason Stocker had the carry. How how do you get the first down there, Quinn? They gave him the first down. I'm not sure. That was different. 
My thoughts exactly. The folks in the other room still can't believe it. They had second and one until uh, on the scoreboard until just now. Oh, Cardinals might have got a fumble over there on the side. They're excited on that sideline. Fumble on the play. He's recovered by the Cardinals. Oh, how about that? Good. Cardinals with their first turnover of the year. Picking their, up their first turnover. Their first takeaway of the season. And this might be the best uh, starting field position for a drive for the Cardinals here tonight. Ball's going to be placed at the Comet 35. Not quite sure who had the fumble recovery, to be honest no, with you. No, they didn't announce it either. So uh... They're going, uh-huh. Hmm? Did that really just happen? Oh, Coughing, handed right off to Tyson Roby, and Grand Ledge may have just recovered that fumble. So the Cardinals taketh, and they also giveth give away. away. Yeah. Uh, didn't work real well. We got a, got a break there. Thought we might good field position. Give it right back on the first play. As you pointed out earlier, it happened during the exchange from Tyson Roby, uh, from Zach Coughing too. Uh, was it Tyson Roby that time? I, I'm not sure if it was, Sean, or if uh, First it might have been Tyson Roby. Or, or I think it was Roby this time. Last time it was Munson. This time it was Roby. Well, the Comets are back in business first and 10 from their 36. They wound up gaining one. Fake the handoff. It's going to be a keeper on the sweep left side. And enough for the first down for Grand Ledge's Evan Selby. Give the seven, Selby. Selby with some good quickness around that left end. First down. 14-yard carry and a first down at midfield. Clock moving, 45 seconds left to play in the quarter. Trying to get a couple of plays in before the end of the third quarter, down to uh, 35 seconds. Some movement. Handoff is going to go up the middle to Mac Foreman. Foreman with the carry. On the gain of two, that may be the final play of the quarter, yeah, I believe so. Looks like Grand Ledge coasting, coaching staff pulling the players over to the side. Good spot to, good spot to turn it over here, right at the 48-yard line. Officials only have to move four yards. End of the third quarter from here at Grand Ledge. The Comets 27, the Coldwater Cardinals nothing. Back with the final quarter in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. The space heater next to the curtains. The 12 plug sharing one power strip. The frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in 
in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro a branch and Southern Calhoun counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at Serve Pro a branch in Southern Calhoun counties. Call them at 517-278-5261. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. From the WTVB scoreboard, here's Jim Niza with an update from the Sand Creek Quincy game. Sean, the pitcher's duel continues in Quincy. Scoreless entering the fourth quarter, although Sand Creek is putting together their best drive of the night. As we start the fourth quarter, they have matriculated the ball down to the Quincy 27-yard line. Orioles plus three in takeaway giveaways. Orioles defense forcing four turnovers. Quincy has turned the ball over once, but we're still scoreless entering the fourth quarter. Here at Grand Ledge, it's 27 to nothing. The Comets getting a first down on second and eight. It's a run up to the 35-yard line, and I believe, who do they call, Logan Schaefer? I believe so. Probably turn on the light here so I can actually see my roster. It's such tiny print on our uh, roster here. Okay. Now, if you don't mind, I'll turn the light back off. No objections? No objections. All right. <laughs> it's easier for us to see the field. Yep. Oh, easy. First and ten, a run up the middle for four for Grand Ludge. Get it to 11. Foreman. Mac Foreman with a carry. down by 57, Evan Hamilton. So after three quarters, taking a look at the team stats, total offense, 318 yards for Grand Ledge, 68 for Coldwater. Second and six, Sean Foster in at quarterback. He keeps it. He was looking to pitch, but he'll keep it and get up to about a two-yard carry. Bring up a third down and four. Just got an update from Jim Measle with 9-12 left. Sand Creek gets the first score of the game, and they lead Quincy 8 to nothing, completing a 60-yard drive. Uh, well, that just happened. Here it's 27-0, Grand Ledge shutting out Coldwater. Under 10 minutes left to play in this one. Comets milking the clock on third and three. Fumble the ball. The snap went to Sean Foster. I don't know if it just slipped out of his hands, but the Comets do recover. Yeah, it just kind of went through his hands there. And, uh, recovered by the Comets. That is Foster still in the game, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Couldn't quite read the A in the front of his uh, jersey. Well, it looks like a loss on the fumble recovery, fourth and about four and a half. And in this situation, the Comets are going to go for it. At nine minutes here in the fourth quarter. Again, effectively milking the clock. 
Handoff goes to Foreman, and he'll have an. He's on the ground. I thought, you know what? I thought it was a handoff to Foreman. Instead, it went to uh, Jamie Jameson Patton. McDermott, the keeper. Oh, really? It was a keeper. Yeah, short of a first down. Yeah, I think, and it was short I mean, of a first down to boot. I think Jameson Patterson is in the is in for the quarterback right here. See the backup quarterback. Well, the backup quarterback was uh, Mason Stocker. And another uh, listed quarterback is uh, Junior Ben McDermott. It's all academic now as the Cardinals take over. First and 10 from their 23. They trail 27 to nothing. At this point, I'm sure Coach Jeff Scorfar wouldn't mind getting a score here and get at least some positive momentum back on the long road trip to Coldwater. Run up the middle by Coldwater, Zach Coffing to the 30. Got a couple there. With the keeper. Brought down by 54, Aiden Camley. Coffing's going to have about 30 carries tonight, Sean. Maybe 70 yards at the most. Well, who's to say he doesn't uh, have, well, he's credited with 12 carries for 49 yards according to uh, the Grand Ledge statisticians. Yeah, that's. Cardinals on second and eight, two receivers on either side, coughing, going back to pass. Oh, the deflected Dante work come up with it. And you know what? It, it went, it actually went through the hands of, I think that was Gabe Wagner, the intended target originally. That son of a gun, Dante Work, using all six feet, seven inches of his frame to bring the tip ball in and give the Cardinals a first down. Dante with a couple of nice catches tonight. The Cardinal drive stays alive, first and 10 from the 38. Coughing. Nice hole on the right side, but he coughed up the ball, and the Comets recover at midfield. Right at midfield, yep. Well, just a tough night for the Cardinals, as Coach Scorfire said in his pregame. A lot of new guys, a lot of different spots. Uh, We just haven't been able to get anything going offensively. When we have made a couple of nice plays, we've coughed it up. So, uh, been a tough evening. 27-0, Grand Ledge leading Coldwater, and... 7.20 7.20 to go here in this uh, fourth quarter. If the Comets don't score here, they should, in theory, be able to run out the clock. They were doing so rather effectively their last drive. Back oh in a boy. quarterback is Mason some... Stocker, and it's going to be... Touchdown. Wow. Touchdown. Yeah. Noah McCartney. 
just 50-yard uh, touchdown run by Noah McCartney. McCartney with some speed around that right side. He just beat everybody. A couple of nice blocks out in front by Teddy Williams. Sprung him into the end zone. You know who he reminded me of as he was running downfield? The bus. Oh. <laughs> yeah? Jerome Bettis. Short and squat, low to the ground, wow. hard to bring down. Point after kick is good. So with 7-11 left to play, it is Grand Ledge 34, Coldwater nothing. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Resetting your password. Unsubscribing from emails. Printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, Getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them, so you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. First play from scrimmage coming out, uh, after the fumble recovery was a 50-yard touchdown run by Noah McCartney. Quinn. Well, that's, uh, that's twice after two turnovers. The uh, Grand Ledge has come right out and scored here in this uh, fourth quarter. A couple of quick scores, one on the pass, one on the run. Give you some scoring updates after the kickoff. Short kick uh, is actually going to bounce into the end zone for the touchback. Okay, we mentioned that Sand Creek finally got a score up on the board in their game against Quincy. Uh, the Aggies leading 8 0. Third quarter, Bronson over Prairie Heights 20 7. Eight player football, Camden Frontier with a 26 lead over to Concha. And now Grand Ledge leading Coldwater 34 0. Well, see if we get a drive here and get some positive. A lot of these uh, Cardinal players haven't uh, experienced a whole lot of success on the football field. Talking throughout their, the entirety of their high school careers, right, as uh, Coughing gets the first down with a run up the middle. Uh, the, the bulk of this team uh, was on the JVs last year, and the, the JVs, if I'm not mistaken, they went 0-9? Yes, 0-9 last year, I believe, and uh, um, you know, the varsity 3-6 and six last year, so uh, that we got spoiled there for a few years. Now we got to rebuild. That's okay. We got some young like Coach Scarfire said, the younger programs are looking stronger. The numbers are pretty good, actually, uh, on the JV squad. Oh, another nice run by Coughing there. Another 12 yards for Coughing. He gets up to the 45. A lot of new uh, numbers out there on the field, though, for uh, Grand Ledge. Yeah, and I guess it's good to remember uh, what, what you said, that we have been spoiled and uh, uh, Coldwater fans haven't had the opportunity to uh, experience a uh, 
uh, rebuild process in a number of years. No, not not at the football. We were talking about on the way up. You know, it's uh, the last ten years the Cardinals missed the oh. playoffs only twice. Well, and you know, we were just so used to watching really solid football on both sides of the ball, and uh, these kids will get it. They're gonna they're gonna get better as the year goes, and. Uh, you know, you got a tremendous coaching staff, uh, Brought down by the Cardinals do, and, uh, you know, Coach Scarfire, good, you know, we'll, we'll get together with these coaches. He's uh, trying some new things tonight with a new offense, and uh, uh, he, he might reevaluate and say, hey, we, we need to go back and do some of the things we've done in the past. A run of six on first down, second and four. Quarterback out of the shotgun. This time Coffin's going back to pass. Looking for Dante Work. Did he bring in the ball at the yes, 41? Yes, he did. Great throw. Great catch by Work. Great throw from Coffin. Coffin's pass is complete to 24. Work. Brought down by number nine, Patton. Of course, I was going to say, getting back to your point about the coaching staff, uh, all of Coach Scorfar's assistants are back. Talking about Jamie Spray, Mark Demeester. Uh, and Jeff Gallup, along with JV coach Dave Big Bach, Bach and JV assistants Jeff Qualls oh. and Rob Klotz, and uh, the throwing guru, Mike McConnell. First and 10 Cardinals. Run. Zach Coffin gets up to the 35. Stutters his way past the 30 to the 29, and another first down. Uh, you know, we're... We got some athletes. Coffing's a great athlete. Uh, Dante Work, you know, who just made that last catch, a great athlete. They're going to get better, you know. And uh, already that offensive line seems to be doing a little bit better. We just got to get some confidence. You know, you're you're playing a pretty good ball club right here in Grand Ledge. And uh, uh, granted, it's the backups that are out on the field for the Comets defensively. Yeah, the backups, but still, we're we're being successful, and that's what we need. First and ten, coughing, going back to pass, looking for work right down the middle, trying to thread the needle, and it was broken up at the 13. Number six there. I'm going to turn the light on again so I can see it's Logan Schaefer. Schaefer with a good break up there. Dante still almost came up with that ball. Second down, 10. Cardinals on a 29-yard line. 4.15 to go. Before we forget, we should probably mention all of the cheerleaders that have made their way up to Grand Ledge uh, for Coldwater. It's the first time in four or five years that the Cardinals have had a sideline cheer squad and a full sideline cheer squad made up of mostly freshmen and sophomores with a handful of juniors and a couple of seniors. Here's a run. 23. That's Tyson Roby. Roby. Nice run there by Tyson Roby. Gets up to the 12. So here's this year's sideline chair team. Brooke Adams, Cameron Atkins, Madison Armstrong, Natalia Blankenship, Madison Bulgin, or Bulgin, Olivia Golomatis, Maddie Greif, Sophia Gruner, Charisma Harrington, Karma Harrington, Tavea Hughes, Zoe Gent, Elise Kinney, Madison Kling. Pause while we give you this first and ten play. 
trying to run around her. Tyson Roby hit for no gain. In fact, a loss of one. Back to the list of cheerleaders. We continue with Macy Paradis, Tegan Rabideau, Ava Rasignal, Ava Schonauer, Brianna Skilaba, Olivia Searles, Maya Taylor, Miranda Walensky, and Michaela Warren, and their head coach, Alexis D'Alessandro. New teacher, Max Larson. So glad that, uh, again, we uh, got a coach for these young ladies to come out here and be the sideline cheer. Second and 11. Coughing going back to pass. Finds Dante Work. Catches at the six. Trying to push his way toward the end zone. Forced out of bounds near the goal line. Looks like it should be good enough for first and goal, Quinn. Down there just maybe inside the one. See where they place it. No. Just outside the one yard line. Just outside the one. So you want to see uh, the Cardinals punch it in? Who do you think gets it? Is it coughing? Is it Roby? It's coughing. We're missing somebody. We're missing the tight end. There he is. He's in. Touchdown, Cardinals. That was Tyson Roby with a one-yard touchdown run. Coughing, so one yard out. Was it coughing? I thought it was Roby. Yeah, I think it was coughing. No, it was Roby. You're exactly right. They missed it up there. Oh, the score coming with 2.24 left. The Cardinals finally get on the board, trailing 34-6. Trevor Hensinger comes out to attempt the point after. 33, Trevor Hensinger for the extra point. His first extra point try is good. 34 for the Grand Ledge Comets, 7 for the Coldwater Cardinals. 2.24 left to play. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Your 401k is likely one of your most important assets, but it's only one part of a comprehensive retirement strategy. Edward Jones can help you understand how your retirement assets fit into your entire retirement picture so you can work toward meeting your unique retirement goals. Contact me, Jay Wright, your local Edward Jones financial advisor at 327 West Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. 2.24 left in this one from here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium. Uh, The Cardinals... uh, Definitely getting some positive momentum with a one-yard touchdown run. You confirm that it was? Zach Coffing. All right. So thank goodness I didn't make uh, post that to our uh, social media. Thought it was interesting. Zach Coffing is also the center on the extra point. Trevor Hensinger getting ready to kick the ball off. 33, On what would be the uh, West 40? We're looking toward the south. Comes the run up. Two players back deep for Grand Ledge. It's a short, wobbly kickoff. It's caught at the 23. 
Return to the 30, cutting right side. To the 40, to the 50, finally forced out of bounds. That was Noah McCartney who scored the last uh, Grand Ledge touchdown. He almost took it to the house there, too. It was kind of, uh, he would have, but Trevor Heisinger was right there to knock him out of bounds, the kicker. Going to have to do that in soccer a lot, but he, uh, he stepped up and did his job. After that long return, Council start their drive first in 10 from the Cardinal, 41. A new quarterback in there, Sean, number three. Okay, I'm turning the light on so I can see the name, uh, Ben McDermott. McDermott, got number 10 in, a running back. Davian Atkins. And he got the ball. And is brought down at around the 38. Grand Ledge is going to open its season at 1-0, leading up to a showdown down at Jackson High next Thursday. Cardinals will have their home opener next Thursday against Plainwell. Cardinals will come home at 0-1. As we continue to play the string out, the quarterback was looking to pass and uh, he wasn't paying attention. A swarm of Cardinals came over to bring him down. Led by Zach Lewis, that nose guard. McDermott brought down in the backfield by a flock of Cardinals. Good call, set a flock of Cardinals. It'll bring up third and 12. McDermott out of the shotgun. Some uh, movement (laughs) and and multiple flags are flying here, Quinn. What what, what do you think this is, a CFL? (laughs) That was kind of funny. He had three guys crossing each other in the backfield and two of them looking at each other. and, And... what happens when you get the second team in there towards the end? Illegal shift, offense. That penalty is declined. Fourth down. So the play will bring up fourth and 12 for what it's worth. Clock stopped, 53.4 seconds left. The Comets are going to go for it. McDermott waiting to flip the ball. He gets up to the 40, and that's it. Cardinals will take over on downs with 38.4 seconds left. Cardinals trail 34-7. As we mentioned, the score of last year's game was... There it is, 36 to 14. This year it's going to be 34 to 7. Uh, somewhat similar scores in the two games. And uh, Coach Jeff Scorfar mentioned in the coach's corner, uh, Grand Ledge is a good opponent for the Cardinals to open up with because it's a good judge to see where his team's at leading into 
Well, well, next week will be their final non-conference game, and then after that, the meet of the I-8 schedule. Because this year, the I-8 will play their non-conference games in weeks one and two, and then have uh, conference games the rest of the way out. And I like that, to be honest with you. Let's, you know, play the conference games right to the end. The SMAC is going to be doing that this year as well. Of course, the Big 8 has the one. A lot of confusion out here for the Cardinals right now. The Big 8 has the one non-conference game to start off, and then they have the Big 8 Cascade crossover at the end of the season. But for how long with all of the changes afoot coming to the Cascades and the Big 8? Going back to pass is Zach Coughing, looking deep downfield, and almost a terrific grab at around the 15-yard line. Is that Chase Levy, 21? I believe it was, yes. Nice pass there. Levy just not quite able to get underneath it. Levy showing some speed, though, down that left sideline or right sideline. Dropping pass is incomplete. Second and 10, the clock stops with 32.3 seconds left. Coughing with two receivers left, one to the right, and the running back is stood up at the 40, falls down for another. 17 that time, running with the ball. Alex Roby. Number 17, Alex Roby. And that might, that's the last play of the game. Cardinals are lining up at the 50 for the end of game handshake. Five seconds, four seconds, three, two, one. That's the end of the game. A final score. The Grand Ledge Comets opening up their season with a 34-7 win over the visiting Coldwater Cardinals. Cardinals start out at 0-1 and will host Plainwell next Thursday. Grand Ledge Comets start out at 1-0. Post-game wrap coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Coldwater, Michigan's Advantage 1RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halett. I'm Vanessa Halett. I'm Mary Halett. I'm Mylon Halett, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom, Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage 1 can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here we'll sell it fact is we need more if you're done camping or ready to upgrade bring your rv here we'll sell it it's that easy all you have to do is just pick up a check it really is that easy we do all of the work for you there's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors come shop advantage one rv first yeah what merrick said we have plenty of great pre-owned rvs in stock but we always need more come see for yourself but only if you want to save thousands old water michigan one mile east of Meyer on US-12 east of I-69. Shop Advantage Win RV and Auto Brokers first. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. 
the space heater next to the curtains, the 12 plug sharing one power strip, the frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green bands to help put your life back together at 517-278-5261. Serve Pro a branch and Southern Calhoun counties. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. The cleanup specialist at ServPro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. Call them at 517-278-5261. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Are you an empty nester and you find your current home is more than you need? Is your family growing and you need a larger home? Or perhaps you're just looking for that special lake property? Remember, when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty Group in Coldwater, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. So, if you have too much home or if you need more room, when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at the Case Realty Group. Check us out online at caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Sean Watson and Quinberry back here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium where we just saw Coldwater fall to the Grand Ledge Comets 34-7. A uh, team that uh, we know uh, will probably have their struggles over the course of the season going up against a team that plays uh, tough competition and is probably the best team in their league that's not DeWitt or East Lansing and... uh, uh, at times, uh, we we definitely saw that. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, they got some talent on that team. You know, talented quarterback, some uh, talented running back, and a couple of talented uh, wide receivers on the offensive side. Defensively, yeah, Grand Ledge played solid throughout, and uh, uh, until this fourth quarter here, really uh, kind of stymied the Cardinals. Uh, Second unit came in for Grand Ledge, and the Cardinals did get a little momentum and uh, did get a touchdown. But uh, overall, good Grand Ledge team against a uh, young Cardinal team that are still looking to find their way. I'll start off by giving you the scoring summary. First score of the game came with 6.49 left in the first quarter on a one-yard touchdown run by Mason Stocker. Two-point conversion was no good. 6-0 Comets. With 19.1 seconds left in the first quarter, Sean Foster with a 14-yard TD run. Point after kick was good. 13-0 Comets. That was your score after one. With a minute 49 left to play in the second, Mason Stocker finds Andrew Konezny for a 55-yard touchdown pass. Point after kick was good. 20-0 Comets. That was your score at the half. With 3.44 left in the third, Sean Foster, 28-yard touchdown pass to Teddy Williams. Point after kick was good, 27-0 Comets. That was your score after three. A 50-yard touchdown run by Noah McCartney with 7-11 left in the fourth following a cold water fumble. Sealed the deal for the Grand Ledge scoring. Point after kick was good, 34 uh, to nothing. With uh, 7-11 again left to play in the fourth. Cardinals finally got on the board thanks to a one-yard touchdown run by Zach Coffing. Point after kick by Trevor Hensinger was good, 34-7, and that was your final score. 
You're ready to hear about the stats that were kept by the Grand Ledge statisticians. Zach Coffing passing. 5 of 13 for 43 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He wound up being the leading rusher. 21 carries for 123 yards and Coldwater's only touchdown. Elsewhere, we had Hunter Munson with three carries for six yards and Evan Porter credited with four carries for a total of negative two yards. Dante Work receiving five catches for 43 yards. Yeah, we knew Dante and uh, Coughing would be uh, two big Offensive threats for us, and they showed that tonight. Nice job by those two young men. Hunter Munson, seven punts, averaging 34.1 yards per punt. Munson had two kick returns for uh, totaling 42 yards. Zach Coffing, one for 22, and Evan Porter, one for six. Grand Ledge individually, Mason Stocker, 3 of 4, passing for 103 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. Sean Foster, 3 of 5, passing for 50 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. Foster was the leading rusher, 11 carries, 60 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Mason Stocker, 14 carries, 51 yards, and a rushing touchdown. Noah McCartney, 150-yard run for a score. Evan Selby, two carries for 33 yards. Mac Foreman, eight carries for 23 yards. Andrew Konezny, one reception for 55 yards and a touchdown. Teddy Williams, two catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. Mac Foreman, one catch for 25. Preston Bonet, one catch for 16. Aiden Chambly finished the night with six total tackles. Teddy Williams with five total tackles, four solos, two assists, and a sack. Just a solid defensive effort for uh, Grand Ledge. Cardinals, uh, actually, I thought the first half really didn't play bad uh, defense at all. Uh, actually, throughout the whole game, gave up some big plays. They got to work on that. They gave up uh, some lanes along the on those uh, sweeps that uh, hurt them a little bit. But uh, you know, offensively is where they got to get some work done. Defensively, I thought uh, the defense played pretty good throughout the evening. Meanwhile, it is now a final out at Quincy. Here's Jim Measel with a story. Well, Sean, it's over in Quincy, and the Orioles lose a tough one to Sand Creek, 8 to nothing. The only score of the game came with just over nine minutes to play as Cody Prater scored from five yards out for the Aggies to put him up at 6 to nothing. Prater then tacked down the two-point conversion to make it 8 nothing. Quincy had a chance late, a high snap over the punter's head for Sand Creek, giving Quincy the ball at the Aggies' 15, but the Orioles were stopped on a fourth-and-short play from the seven-yard line, and Sand Creek ran out the clock. So Sand Creek beats Quincy 8-0. I'm Jim Measle reporting. Just got another report from uh, our Jim Measle. He let us know that uh, of all the Branch County teams, Bronson was the one that gets the uh, win. They beat Prairie Heights tonight, 20-7. to Good for Bronson. Uh, you know, a program that struggled throughout the years, a good win for them to start the season. Meanwhile, we do have a score from the uh, Northwest uh, Eaton Rapids game, uh, not that far from here. And uh, the Mounties get the win over the Greyhounds, 28-6. Good start for the Northwest Mounties. Give me a moment. I'll see if I can get a score from the Marshall Gull Lake game. Uh, that's a final out at Marshall. Uh, the Redhawks with a 14-0 win over the Blue Devils. Well, good win for Marshall to start their season. Uh, Gall Lake, uh, 
you know, in the E-10 out of Battle Creek, they were rated right there in the middle with the Cardinals and Marshalls, so big win for them. Let's see, who else was playing in the I-8? Oh, it was uh, Parma Western against uh, St. John's. Uh, we'll take this one final break for your local area McDonald's restaurants, and then we'll uh, talk about our McDonald's player of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. It's got to be Zach Coffin tonight for a McDonald's player of the game. 21 carries for 123 yards and Coldwater's only score. It was also 5 of 13 passing for uh, 43 yards. Uh, All five receptions made by Dante Work, who gets honorable mention tonight. Well, and both those guys played a good, solid defense uh, all night on the defensive side, so... You know, nice job by those two young men, but we're going to go with Zach Coffing tonight. Congratulations to Zach Coffing, our McDonald's player of the game, as the Coldwater Cardinals fall to Grand Ledge here, 34-7. to So back to work for the Cardinals as they have their home opener next Thursday against Plainwell. Yeah, and hopefully they make some adjustments. Got a great coaching staff. They'll make all the adjustments that need to be made, and uh, hopefully a little better showing next week. Uh, and uh, the Cardinals can get on a roll. Now, we mentioned earlier in our broadcast that the JVs and Varsity will be playing a doubleheader against Plainwell next Thursday. The JVs will kick off at 4, and the Varsity is scheduled to kick off at 7.30, so Mike Murphy and I will have live coverage next Thursday beginning at 7. So that's about a half hour later than our normal broadcast schedule. Again, next Thursday at 7 for Coldwater Cardinal football at home against Plainwell. We hope you can join us. Did get a score end of the third quarter between Parma Western and St. John's. This might be uh, actually be the most entertaining game of the night. Western with a 21-16 lead over St. John's. We'll be sure to post those interstate eight scores to our social media later tonight, along with the big eight scores, as you heard. Quincy fell to Sand Creek 8-0, and Bronson uh, win at Prairie Heights 20-7. That's the story from here at Grand Ledge Community Stadium for Justin Lopshire and for Quinn Berry. Sean Watson signing off from the football home of the Comets. They get the 34-7 win over the Coldwater Cardinals until next Thursday. Good night, everyone. Tonight's action brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. Case Realty Group. CNO Insurance. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. Ask Kaywood PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. K&B Mechanical. Matt Halet Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty Group. Nottawa Gas Company. Surpro of Branch and Southern in Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590, WTVB Coldwater, and FM 95.5, W238CD Coldwater.